Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Some people complain that they never look good in photos. Yes. Despite using several techniques, angling the camera down, tilting their head, mm-hmm. uh, doing the knee pop, and of course, the, the duck face attempt. So in a new poll, 49% of Americans say they feel like they actually look better in person than they ever do in photos. A much smaller percent say the opposite, that they feel like they actually look, they photograph better than they look in real life. Yeah. I think that's what I think. It depends on the photographer. I mean, you get a professional photographer taking pictures of you and they can, yeah, they can do some good stuff. Right. Uh, 23% of people say there's really no difference and 15% aren't really sure. But women are the (laughs) ones who are more likely to say they feel like they look better in person than they do in photos, Mm. while men were more likely to say it doesn't make a difference. I'm appalling. Doesn't it depend on the lighting, (laughs) too? Lighting, who's Uh taking the photo, what you had for dinner yesterday, if I had a bunch of cheese... Or it doesn't alcohol. matter what happens, the photo's going to be horrible because yep. I'm going to look like a yeah. bloated mess. I always think I look really good in the studio. Like, I'll do my hair and makeup. And then I go into the bathroom mirror, bathroom here, the poopy pants bathroom. And the lighting in there is so harsh. I'm like, did I even get any sleep last night? No <laughs> joke. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. Don't ever go in there if you want to feel good about yourself. I hate filters because I don't think they improve the look like, you know, the ones that make it lighter or make yeah. it more colorful or make it a certain sepia tone. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I, I never, at least for me, I never like any of them. You haven't found one that works for you. No, I no. just like the regular just look. And when, so when I'm in a picture and someone's messed with it, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's Stop crazy it. about that, Jeff, though, is, I mean, I have a friend that filters her pictures or edits the pictures and I'm like, you don't look like that. When people me. meet you in person, they're going to be like, like that. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh. That's the thing that I don't enjoy about the filter and the editing and the photoshopping. It's like, it doesn't look like you. Right. Yeah. People were also asked if being photogenic is a, more of a skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> 21% of people do think that it's something that can actually be learned. You know, basically like making the most of what you've got, just figuring out, you know, what that right angle is, you know, whether it's your left side. I mean, we we always joke about, you know, that's not my best side. Well, figuring out what is your best side because you do probably have a best side. There's Mm -hmm. a part. None of us are symmetrical. Most of us are not symmetrical. No. There's a part in the new uh, Britney Spears book where she talks about the first time that she met Mariah Carey. And she's like, you know, this was 25 years ago or whatever it was. And she was like, I met Mariah Carey. I knocked on her door at whatever award show this is. And she was like, Mariah Carey had a ring light and knew about lighting before it was even a thing. Like now everybody has that ring light, like they'll take it with you. And Uh she said, you know, let's get a picture. Brittany said to Mariah and Mariah was like, no, you have to come in here to my lighting and my side. Yeah. Like she immediately knew like right away. She said it was the most gorgeous picture they had ever taken because Mariah had taught her how to find her side. How to work it. Yeah. Yeah. The thing with the ring lighting though, is you can screw that up too. Like if it's too close to you. 
or if there's not enough, like if there's not enough distance between you and the wall behind you, and sometimes if you really want to take it next level, having a light that lights you from the back a little, just to kind of give it and Balance. you more mm-hmm. depth, right? Just so it's not so hard. Listen to me. I'm the television actor. Look at you. I can light a room. How about that? <laughs> I can't <laughs> make myself knew? look good, but I can make you look good. <laughs> My favorite photo we ever took uh, as a show was the selfie when Jeff had his oh, FC Cincinnati scarf placed across <laughs> like a sash, like a member of the UN. And then the, so the selfie stick How's is... How's a delegate? The like, selfie stick is in the picture. four feet of stick. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be in the picture. Let's show everyone that picture when Jeff's talking about being an expert on photography. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not good at selfie sticks. We laughed for 20 solid minutes yes. about that. Yeah. Like, the whole point of the selfie stick is for it to not be in the picture. And you can see the whole thing. That's it's, true. Yeah. That's great. But I can make you look good. Yeah. Minus the selfie stick. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Let's talk about yellow pillow. Yellow pillow. Yeah. What is this? I know it took me a minute. So much. It's yellow. Yeah. We're going to direct this to mostly guys. Do you have a yellow pillow? When you take off your pillowcase, is the actual pillow stained with shades of yellow? Yes. Okay. So there is an ongoing debate about yellow pillows on social media (laughs) and the responses really run the gamut. Some people consider yellow pillows gross, but some people actually find them endearing. It started when a guy said, my girlfriend is mad at me because I've revealed to her the yellow pillow. Fellas, I'm sure you all know that this thing is magic. Another guy said, part of being a man is using the same pillow since the age of 10 and never washing it. (laughs) That might be true. Yeah, that might be. Others say, I got rid of my yellow pillows maybe a year ago, and I legit haven't rested comfortably since. Oh, It's it's a sign of a well-loved pillow seasoned like a cast iron pan and some are even sharing photos of their pillows plenty of people including the significant others of yellow pillow owners say that <laughs> yellow pillars are disgusting in their mind kind of crazy See, I, I would imagine the second you saw the least bit of yellow on your pillow it's gone wasn't that why we put on pillowcases it's not like we're yeah Putting our head on. Directly onto the fungus that's growing on the yellow yeah. pillow. Is that what it is? What there is, is it a anyway? barrier. How often do you guys change your pillows, though? I think I'm at least once a year when yeah, I do the spring cleaning. Aren't you supposed to? Well, let me answer one oh. question at a time. You asked the question, what is on a yellow pillow? It's a buildup of moisture from sweat, okay. oil, lotions, and let's be honest, drool. And even going to bed with wet hair can cause... Oh. discoloration for your pillow. So that may sound really gross, but it's not going to kill you. Uh, now, experts do say that staining can trigger allergies if mildew or fungus are allowed to fester. Mm. And those pillows can develop an odor in some cases. <laughs> yeah, You can slow the yellowing by keeping pillowcases fresh and clean and using pillow protectors which I do because I can't get rid of my pillow. Yeah. So I use I use the pillow protectors because it's the same thing. I've got this pillow and I probably bought 10 different pillows of all different price ranges over uh-huh. the years trying to find the perfect replacement for it and I can't. So when you say pillow protector, it's like a little sleeve that doesn't let moisture get onto the pillow? Right. It's it's like a... Not just a and it zips and then you put the pillowcase over that. Uh. It's just to add that extra... Barrier gotcha. of pr- protection. Uh, now, you can wash 
most pillows. Uh, some say that you should do that a couple of times every year, but that can be more trouble than it's worth since mm-hmm. different fillings like down, down alternative, or in my case, foam need different washing methods. Mm-hmm. Well, plus it doesn't feel like it ever dries. Do you feel like that? That's true in many cases. There is an easier solution. If you don't want yellow pillows, just invest in new pillows every few years or at least every decade. But a lot of people are very attached to the pillow They're because pillow. they finally found something that's yeah that works for them. So there pillows you go, yellow pillows. So hold on to your yellow pillow. If you're comfortable, <laughs> it is comfy. Uh, yeah, because every guy will tell you that there's a, a significant other in their life who has tried to replace that pillow with something else. And look, it's soft. And I, I spent a thousand dollars on this pillow. <laughs> it's supposed to be the best. People it's swear by foam. it. And it ain't. Yeah, it's this like or it's that. And, and it's. I just get mine like every year at Costco or Sam's or something like that for 30 bucks. I just rotate them. Well, I got mine of all places at Brookstone. And it wasn't that expensive. It was sort of like a memory foam something. There might even be some latex in there for all I know. Um, But I loved it from jump. Mm -hmm. And I tried to order some backups knowing that, hey. It could be a limited edition. Right. And son of a, they discontinued it. I can't find it anywhere. So I went back to Brookstone. They sold some others, but they weren't the same. Yeah. Hmm. And I have gone to Tempur-Pedic and all these different companies trying to find anything close to it. And I just can't get the right firmness. And it's the only thing that I can wow. comfortably sleep on. And even hotels, as much as I love traveling and staying in different hotels. You uh, miss your pillow. It's not the same. Have you named your pillow? No, but we can we can talk about that. We can Come hold up a naming contest. Old sure. Yeller. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. We got to take a quick break. Coming up, uh, put a roll of toilet paper in your fridge. Let's talk about that. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Out of this, you know, with so many Ken and Barbie costumes coming, this seems even more likely than usual. If you show up to a Halloween party and someone's wearing the same costume as you, what will your reaction be? Five. I, I know. Yeah, it's different than showing up <laughs> at the prom when yeah. someone's wearing the same prom dress as you. I like. I I don't mind it, but when they do it better than I do, I'm like, then it oh, sucks. That's what. Yeah. That. That's really what I'm asking. Yeah. 
Like, like, I'm not saying you both went to the same store and got the same out-of-the-box costume, but that you both put some time and effort into it, and you're like, oh, that looks so much better than mine. Mine looks stupid. Well, I mean, you're going to have that happen, though, because, I mean, there's only so many different Halloween costumes, and everybody's trying to be the most topical thing. Right. So you're going to run into a lot of Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Taylor Swift combos, and you're going to run into, yeah... Yeah, so I guess if I was going to have a Halloween party, if I'm going to put the time and expense into a Halloween party, then I'm going to put the time and expense into the costume. So, like, we'll we'll do, you know, the full thing. Like, if I got to bring someone in, because this is clearly not my skill set, so let's just go full-on, like, unrecognizable. Like, when you walk in, you're like, where's Jeff? Uh-huh. And it'll be something that you won't expect. Like, it wouldn't be the obvious Travis or... Uh, yeah, it'd be something really clever. Yeah, either something really clever or just something that's, <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah. You know? Like big makeup or something. Yeah, but something like that. that's, like, professionally done. I mean, why not? You know, if you're going to go to that trouble, you may as well go all the way, right? Some Someone pulled 2,000 millennials and Gen Zers. And 22% of them said, however, that they would be legitimately upset if someone else showed up at their party in the same costume and their that other person's costume was better. I like the people that have to explain what they are also. Those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. When you look at them and you're like, well, do you know who I am? Do you know I'm what Abraham I am? Abraham Lincoln, yeah. ma'am. And I'm like, are you a werewolf? No, I'm Abraham. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Or if it's some sort of pun. You know, like the one I did that one year. I did. I was Fifty Shades of Grey one year. I had on just tons of different, like all kinds of gray. Mm -hmm. And and I wore a bunch of ties, but they were all different color gray. We're like, oh, nice hobo costume. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Now I'm Fifty Shades of Grey. We were talking about that in our creative. Okay. Our creative meeting on Monday, they were like, did your parents ever home make you a costume? And I was like, like hobo every year for I don't know like five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was so crazy. Um, yeah, I told you how my mom like she didn't really approve of the Halloween thing because of its connection to evil. Sure, you know, ghosts. But I well, think, the portals are open this time of year more than any other. Yeah, I think just to make it easy on herself, she just literally because you know we didn't have any money in those yeah. years, so she just like literally put a white sheet over me and said, "You're a ghost, go." Yeah, we never <laughs> bought and never bought costumes. Everything we ever wore. Yeah. One of my favorites is when we went as raisins. Have you ever seen those? Yeah. You take oh, a yeah. garbage, garbage bag and then you just put it over your head and then stuff it full of newspapers wadded up. So do you remember how, I don't know if you did this in your neighborhood when you were a kid, but our school would always give us these like UNICEF boxes that we were supposed to take around with us when we went trick-or-treating and ask for like pennies and change no, that would no. that would go to UNICEF. Never did that. Us either. Well, that was fun because the sheet didn't have any holes or anything. So I was literally walking around with a sheet over me that <laughs> no. and my stepdad taking uh. me around the neighborhood. So no holes and I'm bump, still bumping into things and he's only half supervising me. And, and then I got this UNICEF thing that I'm in the sheet. Yeah. And you got a rock. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. A um, few more costume stats. 57% of people at parties will check throughout the night to see if their costume needs any touch-ups. Of course, 
Uh, they also found the three elements of a great Halloween party are good costumes, good food, and good decorations. All right. Lots of alcohol. Yeah. Party on, party <laughs> on, people. Party on. Right. Are you guys going to any Halloween parties? Uh, yeah, I'm going to two on the same night. Oh, oh wow. Nice. Look at you. That's exciting. So we'll be yeah. stopping at Tisha's for a part of the night and then going to another one right after. Oh, so what are you going to dress up as? Do you have any ideas? Don't D- know yet. Something, DJ and PJs again? Something comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a last minute decision. DJ and PJs. Skyline gave us that sweatsuit one year. Oh, that is dope. That's always a go-to. Yep. And then Camp we could counselor. also, yeah, we always could do the leader hosen <laughs> that we just bought. Oh, I do. Hosen. I there think Tim go. should do his leader hosen again for sure. But without yeah. a shirt, I kind of pitched the idea <laughs> during the hot list that he could be. You know how everybody sexy likes, leader hosen. Yes. Exactly. Everybody likes sexy this, sexy, sexy that. There you go. <laughs> He's sexy Hoffer House. <laughs> he has a pretzel and a stein. It's He's not Bavarian a regular pretzel. Cream. It's more of like a. Yeah, an inflatable. A couple pretzel God. sticks. Yeah. Great. So All right. Does anyone do this and swear by it? According to TikTok, we should all be storing a roll of toilet paper in the refrigerator. No. Never done it. Never done it, huh? Nope. Why should I? Well, my first thought was maybe it provides a nice cooling effect when you bring it back to the bathroom, but that's not the main reason to do it. It's supposed to absorb moisture in your fridge and help with unpleasant odors. All right. And apparently it works. Probably not as well as TikTok claims, but toilet paper is absorbent, so it'll soak up some of that extra moisture. Eventually, you'll just have a wet roll of paper hanging out by your vegetables, but experts say it can work in a pinch. In general, however, you're better off keeping a box of baking soda in there like a normal person, but <laughs> yeah, just saying, if you want to do a fun little experiment with the kids, might be something, especially if moisture happens to be a problem in your fridge, which some people I don't know what's going on in my fridge. About. My fridge is a scary place. Something right. happening, something well, wrong. There are things in there that are just been there oh, for a very long time. Out. And When they start moving yeah. on their own, that's when that's you know. A, that's a, there's a smell in there now. Probably I'm not exactly sure what's going on. That's the time. Yeah. Something died in there. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.